Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show. We've had a ton of good calls. Want to keep it rolling here. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Trevor tweets us, playing the Cowboys is my Super Bowl for the Commanders, so I really hope we can beat Dallas this Thanksgiving. That's a great point, Stubb, because he is right. Like, every year, I joke around with my friends. As long as we beat Dallas... We could go 2-14, and 2-15, I would be happy. As long as we beat the freaking Cowgirls. I, I mean, seriously, I hate the Cowboys so much. Now, in the last few years, I'll say the rivalry has gotten... It's not as good as it used to be. And I think that I like hating the Eagles more than the Cowboys recently. And the Eagles have actually had success and won a Super Bowl. So anytime we beat the Eagles, like last year, when they were 11-0, and it, it gets me fired up and, and I get excited for that. But... The Cowboys are the Super Bowl for this Washington team every single year, and it just sucks that it comes in a week after the most embarrassing loss of the Ron Rivera era. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on us winning. No. I know, I know that much. It's why I kind of really want Ron Rivera gone before the game, right? Because I, I almost don't even want to root for Ron Rivera to win because Ron, if Ron wins, he's going to stick around for another couple weeks. I don't think he will. I'm torn. I, the Cowboys are kind of on a streak of beating up bad teams right now. Like yeah. That's kind of been their season. Uh, and it looks like we might just be next on that <laughs> on that streak. So. No, you're right. I mean, they're playing well. They're at home. It's Thanksgiving. We've already beaten them once on Thanksgiving, so they're going to want revenge um, for that loss. But, man, I just want Ron Rivera gone. So I threw it out there. I said, I want Ron Rivera fired, and I want Josh Harris to bring in a Redskins legend. As interim head coach, I threw out there Daryl Green. A few callers chimed in and said they want Brian Mitchell from B. Mitch and Finley, who can hear on WJFK from 10 to 2. So I reached out to B. Mitch, see if we can get him to join the show in the 2 o'clock hour. But um, TM tweets us some other options. He says Logan Paulson. Stop, we have Logan on the show. He's around the team. He's got high school coaching experience. Now, I don't know if Logan would get the fan base Rah, rah, fired up to buy tickets, but he might help us win games. He's probably a better X's and O's guy than Ron Rivera. TM also says Fred Smoot. Now, he says the press conferences would be hilarious. We love Fred. He used to come on this show all the time. He cracks me up, loves to tell me I'm wrong. He's been around the team, but he's got no coaching experience, and I'm not sure the guys look up to him. Uh, Colt McCoy, he says, just because, of course, that's a funny one, but yeah. You could call in right now and throw out a funny name, a Redskins legend, a name of the past that you would like to be coaching this team. Once again, 833-804-0910. Ethan tweets me here. He says, I don't know that bringing in an interim coach will make much of a difference. Heck, if you're playing crappy and losing, your draft pick becomes better. Just roll with it until the end of the season, and Black Monday will be here soon enough. Ethan, you make a great point. If we're losing games, our draft pick will become better. That's just, it's not in my DNA. I can't take. I have to try to win. That's why I started the hit podcast, Play to Win. Because I don't play to lose. All right? I don't lose on purpose. And so that's why, even if it means one more win, I want some kind of positive momentum. The smallest kind of positive momentum. Give me something to sink my teeth into. Give me something. I think that it sounds like literally anyone could fill in that head coach spot and 
more than half of the audience would be happy. I mean, like, like, think about <laughs> this. This is how embarrassing is this? Washington, who's four and seven, would be five and six and a half a game out of the playoffs if Ron Rivera reaches into his pocket of his dumb hoodie. That's the only thing he changes every week. Same expression, this different dumb hoodie. And he brings out that stupid red flag, the little laundry, and throws it on the field. Yeah. Because he dropped the ball. Not throwing yeah. the challenge flag when Devontae Smith literally dropped the ball for the second year in a row and Ron Rivera didn't challenge it. What are you being paid to do? You throw the challenge flag. I can throw the challenge flag. Make me the coach. Anybody would be a better coach than Ron Rivera right now. He doesn't know when the team is eliminated from the playoffs. He doesn't know when to call timeouts. He can't challenge things. He sucks with every draft pick. They all suck. It's a bunch of sucky players on a sucky team with a sucky head coach. That I have to deal with. And now I want us to lose to the Cowboys. That's how much I hate Ron Rivera right now. I'm Excellent analysis, Awad. I mean, just what are we supposed to do? Uh, yeah. Put it, we, put are it, we supposed to just watch this team lose by 30 every week till the end of the season now? Is that supposed to make me feel good? Make me feel good about wearing my burgundy and gold? And the dumb name commanders? Right? Change the freaking name while we're at it. We got to pick a new team. New team to talk about for yeah. the next couple weeks. No, I know. <laughs> I know. My friend was asking me that. They were like, so the, since the commanders are out of it, you should pick a team to root for. They said, why don't you go for Vikings yeah. or the Lions? I said, Produ- <laughs> my producer Stubbs already in on the Vikings, so I can't pick them. I said, I could pick the Lions, but then I'm just a front runner. You know what? I have to, you know what I have to do? For, it's my job to watch the commanders stink it up every week, to watch us crap all over ourselves, to watch us get embarrassed, and then you know what? And then I talk about it. That's I'm forced now to root for this team. Yeah, I'm I guess, locked to the microphone. It's a, it's a bad look to just to just hop onto one of the best teams at this point. I know, right? Why don't you, I just get root for the Eagles while I'm at it? Right? <laughs> oh, they beat the Chiefs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I I hate my team while Ron Rivera's the head coach. That's how I feel. How are you feeling? Eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got uh, oh the professor on line one. What's going on, professor? Good. Uh, I just had to chime in about Ron Rivera. I listened to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he had a fun fact that his uh, Carolina, him as Carolina head coach in Washington, he's been a head coach 13 years, and he's only had three winning seasons. Right. And it's only uh, because of Cam freaking Newton. (laughs) Yeah, and they called him Rowboat Ron instead of Riverboat Ron. It was good stuff. (laughs) But, uh, but the main point to call was I wanted to get your NFC power rankings. Do you Ooh. have the Eagles, or do you think they're just getting lucky with uh, dropped passes? No, I mean, the Eagles, they earned that victory. They're the top dogs. Um, I still think if the two teams meet again in the Super Bowl, I'm picking the Chiefs. I would even put $500 on the Chiefs. Uh, I think I think Travis Kelsey let his brother win because Taylor wasn't in the audience. But, you know, there I go again with another conspiracy. All right, you want to... NFC breakdown here. All right. Uh, Eagles one. I will still go San Francisco two, even though they're seven and three. Give me Detroit three. Give me Dallas four, Seattle five, and uh, let's go Saints, then Vikings. Saints, then Vikings. How about that? Yeah, I saw Niners over Lions too. But yeah, yeah. thanks for taking the call. Appreciate yep. it. I appreciate you chiming in. 833 804 0910. 833 804 Zero nine ten. Do we have someone online too, Stub? Oh, they dropped off. All right, if you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. I'm going to run my theory 
about bringing in an interim coach who's a legend to just make the fan base happy. I'm going to run that by Linnell Willingham, Big Willie. Coming up next, you can hear him on the Team 980 or in overtime on 106.7 The Fan. He also does the Commander's post-game show. He's a diehard Skins fan like myself, so this will be a good conversation coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. If you missed any of the show, you can always rewind on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free. Just search 910 The Fan to hear me Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. Or you can always check out the podcast, AWOD Radio, including the best of AWOD Radio. It's available for you every day on your ride home. On the Odyssey app, you can also hear Linnell Willingham hosting on the Team 980 and overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Big Willie joins us right now. On the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, what's going on, Linnell? Oh, just another Tuesday in paradise, being a fan of the Washington Commanders. Adam, how are you? I'm doing all right. How were you feeling yesterday after the loss? How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how devastated were you? Adam, I don't even know if devastated is the right word. I'm, I'm stunned. I'm shocked. You know, like being... Being a fan first, you always hold out hope that, you know, the season would turn around. But now at 4-7, and seven, losing to Tommy DeVito on Sunday in a game where the team just simply flat out wasn't prepared, it just feels like rock bottom right now. It feels like there's really no silver lining. We had talked in previous weeks during losses about how well Sam Howell had played. And then on Sunday, it was an absolute stinker for him too, so – it just feels like there's no real positive here. Linnell, you're a busy guy. I'm mean, going to guess you haven't heard the show today. You're probably running around, you know, cleaning Chris Russell's shoes and getting ready for the show and all that good stuff. Uh, but I made a point here that I want Ron Rivera to be fired today, but Black Friday the latest. And I put it out there for Washington to hire an interim head coach that is a legend, maybe from outside the organization. And here's why, all right? This is a this is a soccer reference, Linnell, so so listen closely here. When Chelsea when Chelsea was down bad, they fired their coach and they hired a legend, Frank Lampard, who had just recently retired to become the head coach just at the interim basis, and it got the fans fired up, people started going to games, watching the games, and they still lost. And then in the season, you know, bottom half, not very good. But then in the offseason, they made a great hire at the head coach, and now they're playing better. But the fan base was so pumped up to have a legend in charge. And I will tell you, as a fan, there's no better feeling than watching your favorite team coached by one of your former favorite players. And I think Josh Harris has an opportunity to do that and do the fans a service for the rest of the season. I hear what you're saying. I just look at it from Josh Harris's point of view. The rumor that's been out there the last week and a half or so is that Josh and company are seriously considering Bill Belichick at season's end. Right. And obviously all of us scratch our heads and are like, what, why would they go for Bill Belichick? But the number one thing that keeps being tossed around is credibility that Josh and the ownership group are looking for. You hire a former player. I think you lose all credibility. 
Not if it's think, not if it's just for six weeks, dude. Not. I mean, did the Colts lose credibility when they hired Jeff Saturday? They still went out I mean, and made we a good hire the, the next year. Joke, Adam. Adam, what? we looked at the time last year when they did it. We looked at Indianapolis like they were crazy. Oh, are you not looking at the Raiders crazy for hiring Antonio Pierce to be the head coach? What kind of experience well, he was did he have? On the staff. He was already on the staff as a position coach. Right, so is Saturday Ryan Kerrigan. So is Ryan Kerrigan. I'm, I mean, just, I'm just saying, if I'm, look, look, I, 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 look, I get what you're saying about Belichick, and that's a possibility for next season. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I like that. What I'm saying is, you're losing ticket sales, you're losing uh, TV, TV viewers if you stick with Ron Rivera. I don't even want to watch my favorite team on Thanksgiving. I'd rather run a marathon than watch Ron Rivera on the sidelines <laughs> once again. I hate that man right now and his dumb excuses. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. The only reason that I think Josh and company haven't pulled the trigger is because it's a short week. I agree with you 100%. Sunday was unacceptable. We've seen enough of Ron Rivera as the head coach of this football team to know, you know what, it's probably not the guy moving forward. Black Friday, you may get your wish. Because I'm telling you, if you thought Sunday was bad and you thought the offensive line struggled with the Giants games up front, you wait until Dallas. You wait until Thursday afternoon. I feel like Thursday, emotionally, this team right now seems to be in a fragile state just based on all the media availability that we've heard since Sunday. I expect Thursday to be a drubbing. If that happens on a national stage, I think we both know that Josh Harris and this ownership group aren't going to be willing to watch this thing moving forward. The one thing that I do want to shut down, though, Adam, that kind of bothers me, what would be the issue with making Eric Bieniemy the head coach for the rest of the season and getting a head start look, a free look is what I would call it, at what type of head coach he would be? Why is that not on the table? I would argue for that. I would absolutely argue for that. But everyone that I speak to, including your buddy Craig Hoffman, Chris Russell, and all the guys in D.C., Grant Polson, say they don't want to give him the opportunity here because they don't want to mess with Sam Howell's development. And hey, Adam, 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 I'm sorry. That, that is hogwash. I can't stand when people say that. You act like people act like Eric the enemy being the head coach, like 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 Sam all of a sudden isn't going to be able to function. It's a well-oiled machine that they've got over there. I would I, look. I, I don't have a problem that. with it, but I would argue. I would argue that it might be bad for the enemy's future to take the losses on his record here. And so maybe he says, I'm cool with being the offensive coordinator. Look, look, my argument is anybody but Ron. And last time I checked, Eric Bieniemy is different than Ron Rivera. So I'm fired up for that. I hear that. I just think I agree with you, anybody but Ron. I think the team just needs a new voice, right? I got so annoyed yesterday listening to Ron Rivera's press conference and him complaining about guys celebrating after plays. They are the most emotionless coaching staff in the world. I'm not upset that the players come out and show emotion. They got to show some type of spark, some type of life. When you turn the football over six times and everything's going against you, you got to celebrate the small victory. So I just don't think, based on those comments, I don't know if he has a grip on the locker room at this point in time. It's frustrating to be a fan right now. I'll say that. Man. So any, is, uh, anybody but Ron, and we threw out there, bring up a name for as a you know a Redskin of the past, a Redskins legend to step in. I came up with Daryl Green. He's already telling reporters he can solve Emmanuel Forbes in ten minutes. Yeah, He's sure. telling reporters who an X receiver is. I you know put your money where your mouth is, Daryl. I'd like to see you try to be the head coach. And you know what? I guarantee you that the boys would be more inspired to play for a Hall of Famer in Daryl Green, then Ron Rivera. But you know who the callers said, Linnell? I had three different callers and two people tweet in. They want 
Brian Mitchell, your co-worker at 106.7 The Fan. What do you think about B. Mitch taking over as head coach? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got to get serious as a fan base. Like, are, Is that what we want? Is that, is that actually what people are calling on, and clamoring for? No, seriously, Linnell. No, seriously, Linnell. Brian Mitchell wins is so far removed from dude. the X's and O's of football that I don't want him coaching my team. I love him as a radio host. I get that. But the, the point is, wins and losses don't matter. All right? Frank Lampard didn't know anything about coaching when we hired him. The point was that you brought in somebody the fans love, and that way they're going to want to go to games. And I know I'm not the only one that will boycott the FedEx as long as Ron Rivera is in charge. What players want? There's six games left. This team is two games out of the loss column for the seventh seed in the NFC playoff picture. Ah, that's what it is. That's what it is. You're still fighting for playoffs. You're still fighting for a playoff berth. You haven't given up. Yeah, because you I, haven't I punted. Have and I'm it's, not a fourth loser a, like it's fourth and a thousand, and Linnell's going to run the, the Rumble Hooski. Come on, what is this? <laughs> yeah, come on, man, because I have testosterone, and I'm not a loser like 75% of the fan base. There's six games left. Everything that all the goals that you set preseason are still available for you. You took a bad loss on Sunday against the Giants. You got to win on Thursday. That's that's what the team should be focused on. That's the one thing that Ron Rivera says. You think you think, think we're going to show up on Thursday against a Dallas team who beat the living snot out of the Giants a week earlier, and we're going to show up after the Giants just dominated us for four quarters? The, he's lost the locker room, Linnell. We're going to lose by forty on Thanksgiving. He's lost the locker room. Ron didn't turn the ball over six times. The players need to play better. That's my issue. It's not really with the coaching staff. When you turn the ball over six times, that's not on Ron Rivera. That's not on guys. Not no, but it's prepared. on it's on his defensive coordinator for putting Jamin Davis and and uh, David Mayo on Saquon Barkley on third downs. Somebody's somebody's got to get fired, Linnell. Who the hell else is going? What other linebacker can cover on this roster, Adam? No, that's, that's why you, what I the scheme know. you say Everyone is you put the safety on there. People, you put no a safety on him. Answers. You change the scheme. You put a safety. Why isn't Cam Curl going to get paid? You don't think he'd be good against Saquon? Should Cam Curl really get paid? I think that's the problem that we have here locally. We inflate our own talent. The issue is the team's not very good. Right? If the like, team's not very the good, need. then why do you think they can win on Thanksgiving? What do you want to quit the final six games of the season? Is that what you think? I'm I'm saying they've already quit on Ron Rivera. They've quit. They've already if quit on the, Ron. If you think the players have quit? That that's some of the most disrespectful crap I've ever heard. Oh, I I, I think I think mo- I had I had multiple reporters tell me yesterday on the show that they saw players take angles that they took because they didn't want to get hurt and they weren't making tackles because they they're already quitting for this year. They're worried about their paycheck. The players have quit on Ron Linnell. We just lost to the Giants. What are you talking about? That means the players quit. They played a bad game. You can't turn the football over six times in this league and win. And they still had the opportunity to win the game in the fourth quarter. So you can say that, that they quit. I mean, that's, that's lazy. Saquon Barkley didn't rip off any of these chunk runs until the final moments of the game. So, so why did we lose? Why did we the lose? First three quarters, we lost because we turned ahead. the ball over six times? Well, duh. They lost because they turned the football over six times, yes. I think it's way bigger than that. I think it's way bigger than that. They lost because to start the game, Tommy DeVito converted three third and tens. And they had no momentum because of that. Because they traded away all the damn pass rush, Adam. They they have no pass rush. What do you expect? The pass rush is not the secondary. (laughs) The secondary is the issue, man. 
The secondary is awful. How the guys in the back end to cover? How much pressure? Yeah, you got nine sacks, but when it mattered, all right, there was all right, no Linnell, 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 the floor is open. All right, we've identified the problem. What's your solution? The solution is they need a new voice. I'd fire the coach, but you can't. They're on a short week going into Thursday. I think they need a new voice. I think they need new talent. There really is no solution, Adam, if we're being honest. I don't think the players are that good on the roster at the moment. Sam, the final six games is about figuring out what you have in him. I'm, I don't feel comfortable and confident going out and saying that the season's just flat out over, though. But it, we're in a bad spot. I give right. you that. But so. I, think, I think that's your issue, and a lot of the fan base is in the same issue where you've got your foot in two different boats. One of you, one one foot says season's over. The other <laughs> says we still have a shot here. You can't you can't be in both right now. The season's done, dude. We're we're closer to the number one overall pick than we are to the playoffs. Well, we're two games away out. We're two games out. Of yeah, the playoffs, with the right? with the Bucks, Falcons, Rams, Packers, Saints, and Vikings all ahead of us. They're not all going to lose. In fact, a few of those teams, like the Bucks and Falcons, will play against each other. And we have a tiebreaker over Atlanta. I don't even see another win on this schedule. And you're still talking playoffs, bro. Get over you it. See another, you're, now, you're, now you're talking in hyperbole. This is the same guy that was all juiced up on Sam Howell after they went to Seattle last week. All right, no. And all right, predict, pulled off the all right, all right. The predict, this is the same guy. Predict another win. Team. Let me hear who's who on the schedule. Cowboys, Dolphins, Rams, Jets, 49ers, Cowboys. Who are we beating? Are you kidding? Who? Do you not know the team that you follow and cover? Did you think? <laughs> you know what? You Who are we what? beating? Who are we beating? <laughs> you can't even say it. You know you're lying. You know you're lying. It's not even that I'm lying. It's yeah, just yeah. like, you know how the National Football League works, man. They're upsets every weekend. So uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Not the game. That, that's not the game that you should be trying to play. I get what you're saying. It looks grim right now. All We've right, hey, going late season Linnell, I would love to hear you break this down further on overtime. When are you back on the air? Six thirty tonight. But if oh, you, really? Uh, if you're looking for if you're looking for a detailed analysis tonight, you're probably going to miss it. I'm a little upset with what's going on. <laughs> with what? And I told you, and I told you how I feel about the head coach. You're and upset. Me, I'm the one losing my voice right here. <laughs> I'm on. The, I'm on. The, and I, I've got like a sinus infection, bro. So we're all we're all working against it. I'm more frustrated that Josh Harrison company, all they can do is tweet. Stop tweeting and do something. You, you, you paid $6 billion for this thing, and you're letting Chico drive it into the ground. Fix it, Josh. Come on. That's why Ron Rivera will be fired on Friday. That's Linnell Willingham. Follow him on social media at Nell underscore BTP, and you can hear him on the Odyssey app tonight at 630. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. Every game can be heard here on 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM, but I have pledged I will not be watching any games that Ron Rivera is the head coach in Washington. I guess I'm forced to watch things this Thanksgiving. Hopefully, VCU or Virginia Tech their game will overlap, so I can just focus in on that because I'm just done with Ron Rivera as the head coach. I can't do it, Stubb. I'll be watching. You will be watching. I'll watch the game. I'll, I'll have the report yeah. in case you don't why want don't you, to. Why don't you take some notes of uh, Ron Rivera's demeanor on the sidelines? I will. I'll take a picture every time they show him, yeah. and you might not even know if it's the same picture or not. Right, right. Hey, we can <laughs> compare it to other weeks. 
All right, joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline to go around local sports here in Richmond, Virginia from CBS 6, it's Lane Casadante. What's going on, Lane? Hey, Adam, how are you? Your uh, your self-imposed commander's van might only last one game. That's what I'm hoping for, and I've been throwing it out there today that I want to take a page from... European soccer's playbook, all right? So I told the story about how Chelsea was having a bad year. They fired their coach, and with the interim, they brought in a legend in Frank Lampard. And even though the team was losing games, the fan base was excited because we loved the guy on the sidelines. So that's why I said, fire Ron Rivera and bring in a legend. I don't care if it's Daryl Green, Chris Cooley. I had somebody call in and say, bring Brian Mitchell out of the radio booth and make him the head coach. What do you think about that, Lane? Well, you run the risk at this point of making this a circus. Um, and I understand the point. And, um, you know, European soccer is a little bit different. Managing soccer is a little bit different than being the head coach of a football team. And I don't know that Josh Harris is in this to, you know, that that's a George Steinbrenner move. <laughs> you know, fire somebody and then just bring in somebody just because it'll get headlines. Yeah. I'm not sure that Josh Harris is the kind of guy that operates that way. Um, he is in the process of a full evaluation of this franchise from top to bottom. Um, and I don't know that doing something like that is going to further his uh, work in that regard. No, and I totally understand that. And I can understand why Josh Harris would say, hey, let's just lose every game with Ron and then we'll start all the way over in the offseason. But I would point to the Colts last year hiring Jeff Saturday. Everyone made fun of them. He won his first game, and then they lost for the rest of the season, got a better draft pick, drafted their quarterback of the future, hired a new head coach, and now they are 5-5 five and five with a shot of the postseason if they can get hot towards the end of the season. And then I'd even point to the Raiders this year with Antonio Pierce. Yes, he was on the staff already, but he had no head coaching experience, but it got the fan base fired up. Yeah, and I, I think uh, if, if there is a move to – move Rivera into, you know, whether or not they bump him upstairs oh. or whether they just cut ties with him. I don't know if I know, could do a radio show if they bump him upstairs. <laughs> no, I get that. But, um, and there's all, you know, Ron has his shortcomings and clearly that this, you know, this organization isn't going in any further with him as the head coach. But is this the place where you give Eric the enemy a shot to see what he might be able to do when he is the one Right. calling all the shots. You still have like a month and a half left to the season. Would this be his audition? Um, and if you're going to do an evaluation, there's no better way to evaluate someone who is a potential head coach than to give him an interim role. And that's happened more often than not. And uh, there are guys who have been able to step into that role and actually effect change and turn things around. Um, I would think that would be the direction that they would go in um, since everybody kind of pointed to the enemy's hire as saying, you know, this is eventually the next step before he gets the big whistle on his own. Yeah, no, I, and I'd be totally fine with that. Really, anybody but Ron. All right, let's talk some high school football playoffs. We got Lane Casadante here with us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Check him out on CBS 6 and follow him on social media, Lane CTV Sports. Give us a little preview of the high school football broadcast game of the week that people can hear right here on 910 The Fan, Friday at 1.30 between Highland Springs and Manchester. Yeah, two of the best uh, <laughs> best teams that have – two of the best programs in this area for a long time. Back in 2018, they each won a state title. It's, uh, Manchester won a Class 6, and 
Highland Springs won at Class 5. They were both 15-0 that year, and everybody's like, oh, what if they played? Let's go one more game. Just, you know, play one more game in December. We want to see who would win. Well, they ended up playing the next year. Obviously, those were two different rosters. Um, and they've, they've tried to schedule each other ever since. They played a heck of a game back in week two at the end of August, beginning of September, a game that came down to the wire, a game where Highland Springs pulled ahead and Manchester came all the way back. Springers eventually won, um, but it was a great game, and we are expecting round two uh, on Friday afternoon with the winner you know, having something of an inside track once uh, that gets you right into the state semifinals. So uh, whoever advances is absolutely going to earn it coming out of this region. Yeah, and, and they don't have to face off against the mighty Stallions of South <clears throat> County uh, where I went to school after Fairfax beat them. So Fairfax Lake Braddock is the other matchup. Class 5, it's Fleming against Matoka. But I want to get your take on Class 4 with King George dismantling Dinwiddie 46-29. to Do you give Verina a shot to win that game against King George? I give Verina a puncher's chance in just about every matchup just because of their athleticism uh, and because Linwood Johnson has kind of really grown into the role at quarterback. Even with a couple of injuries this year, he's had to sit down a little bit. Um, every once in a while because he's gotten dinged up in games, but he's come back every single time. But because um, Marcus Lewis and his staff have been there before, they just won a state title two years ago. Uh, these kids understand it. They know what's expected. Uh, I give them a shot. They don't want to get behind this King George team because this is a really, really good program that eliminated Verina last year. Uh, and the – the atmosphere up at King George is is something else. It's not an easy place to go and win. Um, but, I, you know, if Verona can get on top of them and match them score for score, and if their defense can be a little opportunistic, they could absolutely walk out of there with, with an upset. Lane, before I let you go, we've been running around local sports. Let's talk a little college hoops. How do you like VCU's chances and Virginia Tech's chances down in Disney for the ESPN Events Invitational? Well, I know VCU is going to take a huge step up in competition when they take on Iowa State, and this is going to be a a clash of styles, whereas uh, VCU has been trying to go a little more up-tempo than they have in years past. Uh, Ryan Odom admitted the other day they're still a work in progress, and they still are without two uh, potential starters in Joe Bamasil and Sean Bairstow. Bairstow still coming back from the foot surgery that he had, and Bamasil's case is still tied up in the NCAA. That's significant to the development of an offense, you know, under a first-year head coach. He is pleased with the way their defense has come along, and they have played. uh, That has come along a little bit quicker than I think he might have expected. They're going to need to rely on that, uh, and they got to shoot better. I mean, you know, the the numbers speak for themselves, especially at home. Uh, They've just got to shoot the ball better, and, again, you you don't want to get behind a team like Iowa State because their defense is going to make it that much tougher to catch up. Lane, always appreciate you taking the time to join the show, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Adam, have a great holiday. Enjoy the trip to Disney. Yep, should be a ton of fun. We'll talk to you next week. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, the home here in Richmond for VCU basketball. Every game can be heard here on 910 The Fan. I'll head to Disney World tonight for the ESPN Events Invitational games Thursday, Friday, and Sunday with the extended pregame show right here on 910 The Fan. Before I pass it off 
to Robbie Robinson and Rodney Ashby. Also, Black and Gold Fan Podcast can be found on the Odyssey app or Spotify and iTunes. Talking all things VCU basketball. New episode coming out tonight, Stub. I'm going to record after the show, so probably around 4.30 or 5 o'clock. I got to grab some food before then. I'm thinking maybe Mission Barbecue. Something like something close, right? And I'm getting hungry thinking about it. So why not do an impromptu dude food, right? When when we can't think of anything to talk about, let our stomachs do the talking. Talk about some food. Yeah. Dude food. We're not responsible for the content of this program. Or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? The most delicious food you've ever tasted. Yes! How can he this off a flip-flop? <laughs> he loves food. Dude food. All right, all I've been thinking about since Michael Phillips told us that the game Commanders at Cowboys, Jerry's World, apparently serves the best Thanksgiving meal ever to reporters, I'm thinking about what is my media meal going to be like at Disney at the ESPN Events Invitational. I think just like Jerry's World, ESPN's going to take care of us. ESPN's going to take care of you. Right? It's not going to be ham and cheese. It's not going to be pizza. Disney World's got good food. Yeah. And even uh, high school football game I went to, they took care of me. Oh, really? They had a Chick-fil-A chicken nugget platter Ooh. for me and the Garys. Really? It was like the full platter, too. Oh, how, many, whole, how many nuggies did you have? I would believe 30. <laughs> <laughs> I kept going up a there and grabbed- A little 30 piece. A little 30 piece. 30 rack of nuggets. It, it was sitting there. Only the, that. Only the three of us were eating it. There was 200 nuggets. <laughs> they- I want to eat them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what did you want to bring up here on Dude Food today? Okay. Oh, first of all, you sent you had some homework for me. I did. To have the Taco now, Bell. Now, let me, let me let the audience know here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a terrible professor that just lectures, Stub. When I ask you to do homework, it, it's for the good of the show. For the good of the show. Yes. And this one might not have been for the good of me, <laughs> as it was the Nacho Fries Grilled Cheese... Oh, the grilled, Me, the grilled, grilled cheese nacho fries from Taco Bell. Nacho fries from Taco Bell. Now, you are a known Taco Bell supporter. I am a known Taco Bell supporter. I'm a known nacho fry supporter. Yes. But these fast food companies keep doing these, like, fry deals, uh-huh. and I just don't know how you slot them into a meal because they're they're, they're so hearty yeah. that you can't have it really alongside with, like, another meal. Okay. And so it, what did you get? What, it, what was your full order? I got a box. I always get a box, and okay. that comes with, like, you know, like two tacos You're so in a, a box. Could you get out of box? For a minute here. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's the most amount of food for the least amount of money. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Good description. And that's like my that. go-to. Yeah. And so, and I got the fries with it, and it's like, it feels like I ate two thousand calories. How, many, of how the much least. were the fries? Five fifty. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I well, fries okay, no, usually, no, it was, the natural fries are usually like dollar ninety nine, yeah, right? Yeah. But it, it came. It was four fifty for ground beef, five fifty for uh, steak. And oh, I guess, so it is. It's like nacho. Fries, even though they already yeah. have nacho fries, these are like, like loaded nacho fries. Yeah, loaded fries. nacho fries. Because they not, said grilled cheese, and I was like, it's no way, it's just cheese. But they don't, not one bit of healthy stuff in there. You know, yeah. they're not throwing in lettuce, tomatoes. It is fries, cheese, and beef. Yeah. And it and it feels like you're eating like a concoction made by a scientist to make the most unhealthy meal have that you, anyone has ever have seen. Have you ever eaten poutine? No. Do you think that? Do you think that was kind of similar to poutine? I. It's it's missing that that like gravy yeah, that poutine okay. has. Okay. It was just fries, cheese, and beef. And the fr- cheese was already dumped on the fries. Not like the nacho it, fries it was, that allow you to dip. So no, no, no. It was it was it was on there and it was grilled. And it was the good cheese. Taco Bell has two kinds of cheese: the good cheese and the bad cheese. It was the good <laughs> cheese. They, they sprung. I wish I'd sprung for the steak. I think Taco Bell's ground beef is one of the worst things, ever. Yeah. 
so I would not recommend it. So you got the the beef? I got the beef because I didn't want to pay an extra dollar for the steak. That's a mistake there. It was a mistake. That's a mistake there. You know what? I might have to send you back. Let me see if I got another dollar here. Let's I, extend look, this. Let's extend I, this bit another day. Here's two crisp dollar dude, bills. Uh, You're gonna try the steak later this week. The, I, <laughs> you like that? Homework and a paycheck. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> um, it. I like. Don't want it again. I feel like it did damage to me. Like oh, I feel really? like it took a year off my life. Oh, it was that bad? It was. So did bad. you eat the fries first? Or did you eat the meal first, or did you eat kind of back and forth? I did the meal first. Oh, really? I did the meal first. It. it so you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel good about myself. It was poor. It was just a pile of grease and carbs, and and I don't care about what I eat. Did you eat it with a fork or with your fingers? With a fork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about what I eat. So it wasn't finger licking good. It wasn't finger licking good. Yeah. I don't go to the gym. I still got 23-year-old metabolism, yep. but even I went, ooh, I shouldn't be eating this. Really? Yeah. When did it hit you? Like, did you, hold on, did you sit down in Taco Bell and eat it? No, I, I did drive through. Okay. I I, I, picked, I was going to say, you know, that would have been a rookie mistake. I grabbed right groceries and then I went to Taco Bell, yep. which it was like a 25-minute like adventure out of my way to did get to Taco Bell. Did you eat it on the ride home or did you get home first? Taco Bell's a tough one to eat on the ride home. Yeah. You know, because you got to burrito. I tried it once. I spilled burrito on my khakis. You Never to, doing it again. Did you have to re- reheat it or anything? Was it all good? No, it, it was good. It was okay. packaged. Okay. They, they, know how, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to check the calorie count on that thing. Because you think it was like more than a Chipotle burrito? <laughs> I do. I. <laughs> but you know, you gave me two bucks. I'll... You know what? You you can use that $2 for another fast food item okay. or something. Okay. You know? I'll, I'll, I don't want to put you through. You know what you could use that for? How about this? This is a great segue okay. right here. Okay. Anybody traveling for Thanksgiving? Sheets. You know, we love them for their meatball subs. I love sheets. Is lowering gas prices to $1.99 for Thanksgiving travel. Really? So that's a whole That's, that's a, whole, a whole gallon. That's a whole gallon of gas oh, wow. right there. Yeah, you can get to your mom's house. There you go. Yeah, my my mom, that's 20 miles away. Well, you know, might yeah, need, yeah, sure. you might need a few more gallons. But yeah, yeah. So how about that? Sheets coming through All for right. Thanksgiving All right. travel. I'll, I'll buy a gallon of gas with that. Yeah, there you <laughs> Thank go. Thank you, Adam. Yes, you're, you're welcome. So your official rating for the not grilled cheese nacho fries from Taco Bell was, you know what? Let's go by the uh, cold, sco- cold stone. Right? You know the cold stone Oh, oh. Like okay. it, love it, gotta have it. Well, I would like put it, it, love it, never under, have it again. It's under like it. So oh, it it's, is. Uh, think about it. Think about it. <laughs> think okay. about it. You like I'll, it. Yeah. You not think a, about not, it. So I gave you two dollars, but you're not running back. Not running. <laughs> <laughs> if I gave you ten dollars, would you run back? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you paid for, if you gave me six bucks to cover the whole meal, I would oh. try it again. I mean, it's a bad bit, but. I kind of want to test your metabolism. <laughs> I kind of want to test your metabolism. I mean, I, I took uh, out some cash because I'm going if, to Orlando. If you Venmo me six bucks, <laughs> I will I will get it on the drive home and text you. <laughs> oh, it's kind of disgusting. Oh, man. All right, that was good dude food. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM.